0: Yo. Boy, how's it going, my
1: friend? Going good, going good, man. Enjoying the holidays. Enjoying the time with the family. Oh,
0: yeah, man. Get
1: everything you wanted? Uh, Always. Making memories with the family. Time yeah. off of work. <laughs> Who cares <guides> for
0: more? <laughs> Let's say that one again. <laughs> yeah. Day off of work, man. Hey. Take a four days off, work on three. I mean, you can't beat that one at all. You can't beat it. So, all right, Marcus, I I hope you had a good holiday. Obviously, you did. Um, Football was actually a good weekend for everyone, even a Jacks fan, which is funny. Uh, I've never seen a game in Jacksonville (laughs) where the fans cheer for the other team to score. So, (laughs) that's – that's how Jaguars are going now, I guess. I don't know what's happening, but obviously Trevor Lawrence is in our grasp. I still feel like Jacksonville is not going to pick him. I hope and pray they probably do, but also fix that line. Fix the chances of making that better. But we're going to get off of football. Uh, Marcus, talk about what, what, what's our main topic we're going to talk about today.
1: Oh, marriage, relationships.
0: Oh, my oh, that's, that's what we're going to talk about, man. Quinn's point of view, before anyone clicks on and goes, oh, man, they about to have their significant others on. No, this is going to be a husband's unbiased opinion. Yeah, yeah. we're you know, going to give our opinion
1: on it, how we feel about it, what's going on. All give right, you man. Our, you
0: start advice, what works for us. All right, man, you start off because you've been happily married for almost – you've been married for 10 years, right? Eleven. 11 years. Okay. I was, I didn't know if it was 11 or 10. So obviously you are way ahead of me Was I'm literally about to hit three. So obviously you got way more experience than I do on this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I, I'll tell anybody I'll talk, man. And we talk about it. Marriage is a job, you know, Mm -hmm. people, it's not, it's not all the glitz and glam. It's not easy you know everything's not always good everything's not always sweet mm-hmm. it's a job and you have to learn how to to communicate and work with each other learn how to make each other better learn how to mm-hmm. go through these hard times especially right now oh, covid yeah. and you're locked down with each other a lot more than you <laughs> usually would be you got to learn how to you got to learn how to maneuver through these times and and get through it you know, because you're going to bump heads, you're going to disagree on things, but that don't mean just, I'll oh, throw it all away and give up. You know, you, you're working to make each other better. You're working the progress.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that person should make you a better person, and you should make that person a better person.
0: Yeah. You know? I agree with you on that. I mean, it's the saying, like, everybody's. I mean, if you watch the Disney movies and everything, they get married happily ever after. Well, you make it what you believe for a happily ever after um my opinion i think what you the biggest thing about marriage is you just got to learn to communicate you have to learn how to basically be a team like this is not a a ball hog type of uh uh scenario like you have to literally be 50 50 like if you're going, if she doesn't, uh, here's a great example. If she goes and cleans the dishes. Guess what? You have to figure out a time where you're gonna have to start cleaning the dishes. Which I know, if my wife hears this conversation, she'll be like, "Oh, so you plan on cleaning the dishes anytime soon?" But I'm just <laughs> using that as an example, like some things yeah. like that. I mean, stuff like that. You have to work together, uh, especially a, as with a good, kids and stuff like that. That's that's a major challenge, and I feel like that's one bad thing about. When somebody first starts their marriage and stuff, and when they go in, they just go right ahead and, okay, you know what? We're ready to make a family. Let's go ahead and do this. And, they, and I think a lot of people don't just take a chance and just look back and go, you know what? Let's enjoy, enjoy being together before we bring somebody else in the world because we need to study each other first before we bring something else to where we will be ready. Will we know what, what our position will be in the, in that type of scenario because they can go either way? And I've seen numerous times where people get married quick and then have kids and stuff like that, and it crumbles completely because they're, because I mean, most of the time I'll ask a husband, like, hey man, what's going on with the family? And they're like, man, my wife put my kid over me, like, there's no time for me, stuff like that. And I try to tell them, even with me, three years of marriage, and I mean, I have two kids. I have one with my wife, and obviously I had a son with, with another person, which I don't ever want to mention again. But, uh, but I mean, it's my, mom, my kid's mom, but with special needs and stuff like that, you have to really take time to give each one a, a certain amount of attention. And my biggest problem was when I was about my son was when we were talking about bringing another kid in the world is basically if I'm going to favor one kid or the other which I had finally got out of that shell, but that was my biggest worry for the longest time was it is I'm going to give somebody else more attention than the other. And I mean, it goes either way. And I think that's the same thing with marriage, like wife and husband, like you have to give each other still time. Like if you have to plan a night just for you to get just a minute or two with each other, I would say do it. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Of course. Of course. You got to learn how to balance out life, balance out the kids, the family. But you also got to learn how to make time for each other.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: because it's like even right, like my marriage right now, me and my wife has three kids together. You know, they're older now. They're getting up to them teenage years. But we got three kids. That's all three in three different things. So. With that, we have to Mm -hmm. manage them. My wife is in nursing school. We got to manage that and both of us work. So with, with all that going on, we still got to find time for each other. You know, and, and you have to find, figure that out. If it's once a week, if it's once a month, if it's two, three hours out the day, you got to find some time for each other. You know, you always going to have to find time for each other. You always going to have to make it about y'all. Sometimes you have to send the kids off and with their grandparents or wherever, you know, and just make a day for y'all. You you have to do that, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep it, you gotta keep it a sight, and you gotta keep it fun, you know, you gotta be able to communicate and talk, but you gotta be understanding too. Both of y'all gotta understand that, hey, we got a lot going on, and maybe we gotta kinda distract it on some other things we got going on, but hey, let's sit down and make some time for each other.
0: You you have to figure that that thing out, you
1: know.
0: Uh one thing I wanna you mentioned you mentioned about COVID being a hard challenge, loved ones, married couples, even happily newly engaged couples, stuff like that. What do you mean by COVID being a big challenge, like where you're being locked down, you're you're stuck in an area with your significant other for such a long time? Like, what did you mean by how challenging that that could be?
1: I think what I mean by it is um. I heard a conversation the other day about it where a lot of people is not working. You know, some people still not working. Some people still, you know, locked down. And you think about it when you're in a relationship, even if you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, you're just starting out. When you, when you're, when you're together, y'all might bump heads. Y'all might argue over something simple. You are able to take eight, 10 to 12 hours after your date and leave the house and go to work. So that gives you time to clear your head, yep. calm down, maybe even forget about the little stuff you was arguing about, go back home, and y'all can just throw it under the rug and be like, what we was fuss? I Oh, don't worry about it. You know, and go on about your life. But now with COVID here, you're not able to do that. Some people are not able to leave their house. Some people are not able to go to work. So now you got to sit here between those 10 and 8 hours that you usually be at work and still go on and fuss about whatever y'all was bumping heads about. And it might be something simple, as you said, washing the dishes, you know, cleaning out. house. It might be something simple, but it's, it's in a big argument because y'all sitting there in front of each other the whole time. And both of y'all can't really get away from each other. And it might just be you need time to breathe and get that space. So, yeah, that, that COVID is bringing in, you know, them that part of it. And I heard I heard a person say that it's bringing in forced conversations. You're forcing Y'all are forced to, to talk about this stuff now and conversate on these things with when you wasn't before. You know, you make can go out to the bar. You might can go hang out with some friends for a little while. You can't really do that right now. So you're having these forced conversations that you don't want to have, you know, and it is hard. But the harsh reality of it is we all go through. it. <laughs> I don't care if you've been married one year, three years, 10 years, 20 years. You're all gonna go through it. You're always gonna bump heads somewhere. You got to learn how to deal with it. And maybe the way me and my wife deal with things might not be the way you and your wife deal with things. You know, Marlo. But you have to figure out what works for y'all. Don't try to do what everybody else does. You know, you can take yep. that advice. And say, Let's see if it
0: works. I mean, I like, I agree with you on that. But what works for y'all gonna work for y'all. Yeah, I agree with you on that totally. Yeah, yeah I agree with you on that. I mean, I know with me, like, obviously, I think your metaphors would be, like, talking about sports and stuff. Like, I, with me being a heavily gym rat and stuff like that, I it as, like, a workout. You have to figure out what works out for y'all. And it's obviously not like you're going to be able to find a workout program that, like, The Rock does. Oh, yeah, it works for him because guess what? He's it's He's got a perfect cook, everything like that do we have the perfect cook to be cooking all those meals like how the rock does? No. So guess what? Obviously the Rock's workout program will probably not work for somebody else, which it sucks for me because obviously everybody would love to be like the rock or something like that. But still like what you said is you have to find out what works for y'all. And I mean, for y'all to be married for 11 years, man, that's amazing to say. I mean, especially with this generation nowadays, it's like you don't see that nowadays. And for, And I feel like the main thing is people give up too easily. I feel like we have so many distractions to where they feel like that defeats the more of the loving part of their other. And like how you, I love how you said is basically if you go to work and stuff like it, you can escape from that for a while. And I feel like that does help marriages nowadays as well, too, is because you get to have a break a little bit. And I would highly recommend people. If you were stuck to the hip to your significant other for so long, yes, find something that is your piece. Find something to, for y'all to just take a ease away and just just a comforting moment. And what I mean by that is literally take your time and find your own happy place. Find your own zone to where it calms you so when you go in front of your significant other, it doesn't blow out the, like, if you stub your toe and that just completely go to World War Three again. Like, it just these little things really cause issues in marriage. And I feel like when we don't take time to actually study, I wouldn't actually, that's wrong to say study, but you don't take time to realize what you've done to compare to, you're just offending what she's done. Because like, like we said in the beginning is it's a team, it's a team effort. You have to literally go 50, 50. So if she's, like, I love using the example. If she goes to use the wash the dishes, whatever, guess what? You're going to have to pick a Monday or Tuesday to be like, you know what? I'll help you on this day. Or something about cleaning or cooking, stuff like that. Like, y'all have to contribute in ways like that. Um, just a little simple examples, But, obviously, there's the big thing yeah, as mean, well. So, I, I mean,
1: I agree, I agree just, with it's a you give on take. that, totally. Basically, what you're saying. People don't understand. It's a give and take, you know. And, and Yeah.
0: It's like Christmas, man. It, you ain't gonna, you're not gonna yes. take a gift from somebody if you don't have a gift for somebody. Like you have to, you have to give back. Like you have to learn how to, you know what? It for the longest time before you got married, if this was your first time or your second time, whatever, you realize that you know what? It's not all about us. you anymore. It's about us, and that's one thing I feel like that's one people have trouble with is that word "us." They feel like, oh, it's an obligation to get married. It's an obligation to have a significant other just because it, it's just a life cycle, everybody thinks. No, you have to have an obligation to realize it's not just one anymore. It's two. And it's you versus the world. Yes, it's you and your wife against y'all, all. Y'all, like That's y'all how I see the world as. That's you are a team in
1: everything me. you do. If I lose, you lose. Exactly. If I win, you win. We are a team. And like I exactly. say, it's a give and take. You got to understand that you're not always going to get what you want, but you're going to have to give something they want. And back and forth, you know, people are, I think some people don't understand that. And then I think, too, mm-hmm. what a lot of young people these days, I tell people, too, before you get married and try to make somebody else happy, find out what makes you happy. Because if you can't make yourself happy, you can't make somebody else happy. Yeah, It's not going to happen. You're so, gonna bring it to the you're gonna yeah, bring, you're gonna bring it to the relationship because you don't know how to make it. each a, you know, and then you have to realize that people are not gonna change overnight. Something I've been doing for.
0: Mm-hmm. I love how you said that. I love how you said that because people, I've seen it personally. I mean, I hate to cut you off on that, but bro, that speaks so much volumes of what marriage could be about. Like you have to realize. <laughs> it's got to be a team like y'all it if you if one of you have a negative vibe guess what that negative vibe is going to rub around you because guess what, what? it's it? so close to you it's like it's like little, little poison and that poison just starts wrapping around the other person because regardless how positive you could be if your significant other is that a different way guess what it's going to rub off on you like i use the example say like let's talk about work on this like If somebody goes into work and with no positive attitude gets upset when he has to clock in, if you hang out with that person for such a long time, it rubs off on you. It makes you feel, Oh, Oh man. Like I don't want to be here. Like, Oh man. Like it sucks being here, but you have to see positive outlooks of what this is for. This is for you to provide for your family. This is for you. If you want to buy a car, this is for you to pay a car payment. This is for you to put clothes on your kids, roof over your head, like stuff like this. You yeah. have to see the positivities in this thing. And a lot of people, it's it's based off of choices. And I would love to have that word more than anything. Yes, it sucks to work nine to fives. But guess what? You have choices of how you manage your money to make it to where it could be your deciding factor. Are you are you making money choices enough to where you were, where it's making you live paycheck to paycheck? Or is it your money choices making you go, oh, man, like, okay, yeah, I'm paying all my bills, but this is what happens. Which it happens to people that way. But there's people also that just don't know how to manage their money. And going into that, why do you believe – what what's the major thing that a married couple would argue I think, about? I think is it the about two sex life. I think the two biggest be things about
1: that break up relationship is sex and money. You hit it right on the head. Sex and finances. Them are the two biggest things that break up a relationship. You know, either y'all don't. It's you're not having the greatest sex life that you want, and most of the time you go both ways. I'm not gonna put it on a man or a woman. If you're, not, if you're not getting what you need at home, you're looking for it somewhere else. That's usually what happens. That's
0: what caused people to cheat. Let's warn, let's warn yeah. the viewers real quick, the listeners, real quick. We asked before this. we done this episode, okay, guys? So don't wow. think we're gonna be in the doghouse for this. Like we, we asked, me and my wife talks this about episode. this stuff all the time.
1: and This is what help us communicate. You know, for, you have to learn how to take it out. You you, yeah, yes, you got to, to learn the, how to have the uncomfortable talks. Few, you have uh, to literally talk. And you got to even learn how to communicate with them things and learn how to say, OK. Even if, if it embar- embarrassed me, I should be able to talk to you about it. If I can't talk to anybody else about it. Right. So, you know, we do. And me and my mm-hmm. wife, we're open. We can talk about this stuff. It, yeah. It happens. You know, we've been married for a long time. We are still learning each other. But we talk about this stuff, and I, I really think that you, with with the sex life, you have to be on the same page. That that's a give and take too. If if I'm always giving you yeah. what you want in the bedroom, but you're not giving me what I want, I'm not happy, and vice versa. So you got mm-hmm. to figure those things out. And there there, I mean, hey, it's a hundred things out here. Whatever you into in your in your life, y'all should be into it together. Cause if not, if you're not giving me what I want in the bedroom, what eventually, what am I gonna do? You're gonna look for it somewhere else. And I hate to say it, but I I heard it way back when I was a kid. I heard older folks say it. What one person won't do, the next person will. So, yep, all the time. And we see it. We see it all. Yeah, often. You see it's it all like, the time. You see it you, it. see it. you hear about it all around. the time. It's open conversations. You know so.
0: That's why, that's why we say it's a hard challenge. Like when I sat there and said about your marriage being 11 years, like I said, like that's a huge achievement because people don't do that nowadays. Like like how you just said, if one person doesn't do it, guess what? I'm going to go on Tinder. I'm going to go on POS, and I'm going to find that. I'm going to find who will do what I'm asking. Like it's wrong to say, but it happens very often. And I'm not just saying it's one gender to another. Like, it go it's both, both. ways. Oh. We
1: go both ways. Both. So I think that, you know, you like have it? to learn to, that in the in your sex life, communication, be open to things that your partner is open to, and, and figure out what makes it work for y'all. Like I said before, what works for you, Marlo, and your wife might not work for me and my wife and vice versa. So we'll find out what works for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Then financially, it's the same way. We're working towards one common goal. We are both trying to live and better ourselves. So once you learn that and y'all get on the same page, you can better yourself. But if you're both doing two opposite different things and going in two different directions, it's going to be hard. I, I, I tell people, people look at me and they be like, um, you and your wife have the same bank account and everything. Yes, we have the same bank account. All our money going one pot and it comes out one pot. So we all work towards the same thing. You know, I communicate with my wife when I want to buy something or I want something for me. I communicate with her. Hey, I I want such and such and such. And this is what I'm looking for. Me, my wife, know I love shoes. I'm a big time Michael Jordan fan. I love shoes. So Mm -hmm. when it's a certain pair of shoes I want coming out, I tell her, hey, these shoes come out on a certain date. You know, I might work a little overtime this week and put a little money to the side to get these shoes. Long as the bills are paid and food are on the table, she That's hey, fun. have at it. You know, I'm not gonna take nothing away from the bills, yeah. the food, the kids. We good. Now, when you start pulling out of other stuff that you shouldn't, then you then it's gonna be a problem. You know, and vice versa. She had things she liked to yeah, do. I agree hey, on that. Honey, go do it. You know, we good. We got the finances right now. Go do what you want. The hard conversations is when you don't have the finances to do those things.
0: That's when, that's when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I'm trying to get when we talk yes. about watch how you spend your money. Like, I'm not telling anyone how to spend your money. But for you to have, it's like past, like there's a good and there's a bad. Like, there's no such thing as a good and a bad, but this is the path that you chose. So if you go into work mad and negativity because you live in paycheck to paycheck, but you're spending the money on stuff that doesn't need to really be spent when you have rent, when you have a light bill or something like that, do, then I don't feel sorry for you. And I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, man, like, oh, you try to help somebody and, and then you find out what they're really spending on yeah. stuff like that. That upsets people. And, yes, like we said, that or will ruin. ruin a marriage. That will ruin a relationship in it. Anything.
1: I think that like, it I tell ruin people, too, how you start a relationship is how it's going to go forward, right? Majority of the time, okay, if you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. either way, if, if if a man meets a woman or a woman meets a man just for finances, and that's why you're in a relationship, that's probably how the relationship is going to go. You know, you're you're going to be financing the other person. Mm-hmm. So when you can't, if something ever happened and you can't do it, you know, finance that person, you know, they're going to stray away from you. They're going to look for somebody else to do it because that's why they up in this relationship. Or, you know, if, you know, we see it, like we say, we see it all the time. If you're in a relationship with somebody and this person is working on fixing their credit, buying a house, doing this, but the other person is just personal on them and spending money, splurging, gambling, whatever their bad habits is. If you don't nip it in the butt and figure it out and be able to talk about it and say, hey, we got to cut this off right now. Ten years from now, it's still going to be the same problem. That, that goes to communication. You got to communicate and say, hey, this is what you're doing and this is what I don't like. Now, we need to work on fixing this and getting better. If we can't, then maybe we shouldn't be together. But don't go five years into your life with this person doing this thing and you never said nothing. Then you all of a sudden, you're going to bring it up. You think this person's going to change. No, they've been doing it since you met them. They're not going to change. They're not going to change overnight. It's going to take a while. They're not going to change as soon as you want
0: them to change. It's going to take something to work for. And and, and it keeps it in. Like, you keep all that stuff in. And like how I said, if you stub a toe, it goes to World War III. Everything is brought back for what you've done in the past. Because when you have stuff like that, that's what really kills a marriage, too, is you have to always communicate. Like, my wife has told me this before. And, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect because my wife will sit here and cuss me out right now. She listens to this episode, and I'm sitting here telling her, oh, yeah, I do everything good and everything right for her. No, I don't. Um, The biggest thing I had trouble was when when I first – when I was first still – when we first married, I was still wrestling. I was still heavily being a professional wrestler. So I was traveling a lot. I was never home. So when the time I was home, I – I spent it with the family as much as I can, but I was looking forward to always going back on the road because guess what? That's what I was built up to do for so long, for six years. That's what i done. And then when I was gone from me, that was a huge challenge for me. Like that had to, and I would like to say, this was really the time that I really realized that I need to really communicate with my wife. Like we were a great team. Like when it was around wrestling time, she was supportive and everything like that, but I was gone so much. So it was like, I left so much on my wife and, before I quit wrestling, she was pregnant. So I wasn't here all the time when she was pregnant. I was here a little bit more, but still, it was it was a challenge for me. It was just like, I really, just, <laughs> regardless of how long I lived with my wife before we were married, you really saw the challenges when she was pregnant. You really saw the real hard tasks in life when she's really needing you. Like, obviously, when y'all are both working together, y'all are both doing stuff, it it goes on You're feeling like it's all good and dandy. Like it's no problem. But when the tough challenges go and where the wife actually has to depend on you more, that's what the real, I would love to say the real hard level that there's no manual for it's based off of your choice, your path. And I feel like that would be a way to test how to see how a person really is, because obviously that's at their weakest time. So you have to be that support system. Like when you went to that altar and you said, I do, guess what? You made an obligation to yourself, the Lord and yourself and to your wife and to everybody in that room that you're going to provide for this woman, that you're going to be there for her. And I feel like so many people don't do that nowadays. I feel like when people get married, they they just believe it as, oh, man, it's going to be like a happily yeah. ever after, like in a movie. No, it's challenging. It's going to be a time. And we've used it before. There's no clock out punch. There's no clock out punch in marriage. The only clock out punch you got is either when you die or guess what? Or when you decide, you say, I can't do this no more. And it's been, I can't do this no more for so long because people just give up so quickly. They feel like they're, and they listen to so much negativity. And like how you said before, you have to communicate. Like that is an on and off switch. And like I said, man, you can stub your toe and guess what? You're just going to lose it. You're going to bring back all the history of what happened. You're going to do this. And guess what? That is going to just kill y'all's marriage. It's going to make y'all go from loving each other to absolutely hating each other. And that's something that people need to realize is the communication is the biggest key. Like, I had to learn that when I quit wrestling is because my wife, I was around her a lot more. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know you did this. I didn't know you did this. I mean, it was like. What, what what's going on here like and it was like oh my gosh like it was just a big eye opener i mean i was with her for three years before we got married now we're about to be three years into marriage with two kids now and it was just like it was a reality check somehow and we still have tough tasks nowadays now, i'm not saying it's never gonna get perfect but you have to make it your own way it's, it's never gonna it be perfect i'll tell yourself. anybody
1: that it's not it's never gonna be it's only gonna be only oh, gonna be perfect it that works for y'all it's never gonna be perfect. And like you said, marriage is not easy. I think people come in with the mind frame as, and I told my wife this other day. It's funny because some people come in with this thing is I just want the title. I want to be saying I'm married. It's a different mm-hmm. like I, I'll tell anybody, it's a different, it's a it's a such thing as a husband and it's a such thing as a soulmate. Right. A husband. It's just a title. Y'all got married. That's my husband. And it's over. And then as soon as the hard part come in, you bumping heads and now you're ready to give up. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Of course, it's never going to be what you thought it was going to be. A soulmate Mm -hmm. is this is the person I'm with. I'm trying to be with for the rest of my life through thick and thin, through the hard times, through the bad times, through whatever. We're going to figure out how to make this work. If I have to take something away from over here to bring it to over here, if you have to change something over here around, if I have to deal with a little bit of something here, hey, we're going to make this work. We're not going nowhere. We're not quitting. We're in this thing together head on. That's what happens. People don't understand. And to to this day, it's people that have been married 50, 60 years. It's not never going to be easy. Every marriage every marriage i don't care mm-hmm. who you go talk to sit down with one-on-one with you can go talk to a person that been married one year you can go talk to a person that been married a hundred years every marriage done went through something tough they went through some tough times that went through some yep. hard situations the difference is they didn't give up they kept fighting they kept going through that's what makes it great. That's what makes it worth it all. That's what makes it when you get to 11, 15, 20, five years, whatever you look back, you have that anniversary and you say, baby, we went through some things and we still fighting." You know what I'm saying? You look, you might look like an eleven.
0: Yeah. I, I love, I love how you say that because I was joking with people at, uh, at our dinner for Christmas and stuff. I was like, you know what? I want to get one of those shirts that says, "I survived this marriage with her for another year." Like, it, it's funny. Like, I joked around about it, but I mean, it's a big deal. Like, you need to make an initiative to, like, really, like, yes, make that obligation to celebrate for that year because, man, that is a big task,
1: hard. and that's such
0: a hard thing to do nowadays. Like, treat this woman. Hard. Like, it's crazy. It's like, it's to sad do. to say honestly. Especially-
1: I, what's crazy is, like, I told people, I had to learn the hard way. I came in and the marriage from being the youngest kid, you know what I'm saying? The baby. Mom always catered to, did things for, we kind of spoiled, you know what I'm saying? So when I got with my wife, I had to learn how to make myself second and put her first. You know how hard that was? That was, man, oh my God. I ain't never oh, yeah. had to do this before. Then on the second thing, oh, yeah. me and my wife got together young. We've been married 11 years. We've been together 17 years. We got together young. Had a child young, moved in together. I had to learn the respect factor as, I had to respect her as a woman. Even when we wasn't married, I had to learn that, hey, it's a certain time when I need to come in the house, you know, hanging out with the friends i can't just hang out all night all types of hours it's a certain time it's a respect thing there you know i gotta learn how to change those things it took a little time we bumped heads on it but i had to learn how to change those things i had to learn how to pit some things to the side and say okay i can't do this like i used to do it because we gotta me and hers working towards this you know what i'm saying I had to learn how to mm-hmm. I had to the you know one big thing people don't understand in marriage and relationships, even 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 in friendships. Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. That that cause our biggest yeah. argument oh, in the I world you is you said this, I didn't mm-hmm. mean it that way. Well, I felt this way. Oh my god, it can turn into a week-long argument. And then all of a sudden, you like. Finally, you take that deep breath and you sit back and then y'all talk and you say, no, baby, I said this, but I didn't mean it that way. I meant it like this. And she was like, oh, I took it this way, but I'm sorry. Maybe I took it the wrong way. Now all of a sudden, it's going out the window. You're like, oh, we just bumped heads for a week over this.
0: It happens. It happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's often. It's very often. Like, I will not sit here and say we're perfect. Me and my wife have that so many times. Like, it, it goes to one little thing and it can be a huge argument for so long. But I tell my wife all the time, we yes. never go to bed angry. Yes. We never go to bed mad at each other because yes. we don't know if we're going to wake up that next day. And, and and that's what the biggest chances of regret will come in. It's not like, um, oh man, like, oh man, like say like if we're in a car whatever. whatever, and, and I go to a grocery store or something like that. And if I go in there mad, well guess what that affects me as a person in a in a way because guess what i'm gonna drive aggressively i'm not gonna really pay attention to what the road's going to do i'm not really gonna do this it sounds like a movie but this shit happens really often and that's what and that's what people don't realize and what and i love how you said you it's based off of friendship too is um we have the friends that use the terminology oh you're whipped and People have got to realize when you're married, there's no such thing as whip. It's them. It's not, oh, man, like I'll do this eventually or something like that. No, it's together. You have to realize you don't do shit on your own anymore. You have to. And and it's not the terminology, oh, he's whip type scenario. No, it's because you know what? You're a respectful parent. You're a respectful husband. You are a loving, supportive person. You are putting your ego for her. And that is what marriage, when you sat there and went on that altar and said, I do, that is what you did. You took your ego, threw it away because now it's y'all's ego. It's not just yours anymore. It is both. And it's based off of what is best for each other. Yes, there is times that you need to go out and have fun with your friends. But love how you just said, you have to learn how to manage the time. And I've had this argument with my wife numerous times, especially when I was wrestling. That was another reason why I had to really take a look back if I was going to keep going or not, is because, yeah, when you travel so much, she's never you're never home. You're never there. So guess what? You're not being that person that you promised your wife to be. You are basically there when you're there, and you don't know what's going on at your home. You don't know what's doing yes. this because guess what? You're not there. And I love how you just said that. You have to give the needs of your significant other as yes. much as you're get as she's given to you. Because eventually it's gonna go up in a big ball. And guess what? You're gonna open the door one day and realize. Oh you just have to learn how to
1: you have to learn how to and it's not balance
0: it out. like okay. and I'm not saying oh man, like literally if you're not doing good. It's not bad that your wife is cheating on you. No, like you have to just, you have to observe everything that's going on. Like you have to realize, hey, am I doing what's best for my wife? If you're doing what's best for your wife, you're putting yourself, if you're putting your wife over everything else, your kids over everything else, and you're doing your part as a husband, regardless of what the situation is, you do not have to punish yourself going, man, I did it wrong. If you did all those obstacles, guess what? You're a good person. Guess what? Whatever happened, if she cheated on you, whatever, guess what? She is in the wrong for that. Even with stuff is bad, but still, she is still in the wrong regardless whatever. And same thing as you, you are still wrong. in the wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's going to be the title of this episode. It's like two wrongs don't make a right regardless of what the situation is. But that is what happens in the world. It is not something that just basically just comes and goes. No, it happens all of the time. We hear it at work all the time. We've heard guys' advice going, Hey, man, do you believe it's wrong for me to ask my wife for more sex? Like, I have that same situation in some ways, too. But I'm like, You know what? No, it's not wrong for you to say that. And I've had this conversation numerous times. Like, it's a very heavily conversation around. It's like, When you get married, does the sex end? Like, no, you, the sex end only is if y'all give up. The sex end only if y'all are not trying. Because guess what? If you're not trying to, Basically, help your wife and clean herself. Guess what? You're not going to get anything out of that. Like you have to realize, you have to. 50-50. I think that is the and best then go back to what we said before communication. Like for prime
1: example, I tell people right now. Yeah. My wife is in nursing school. She works, and she come home and she's you know working with the kids, homework, everything. Tired. Tired. I have to understand that it is days where my wife is exhausted. I'm not going to get no sex today. I might want it, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But, and I think it goes vice versa. She has to understand that, okay, I have to find time to please my husband too because I have a lot going on, but at the same time, he still has needs, right? Mm -hmm. So we communicate it. It's a hard, it's a hard, conversation to have you know because now you if I go to her and be like hey you're not giving me enough sex she feeling like I'm not doing what I should do as a wife or are you going to step out on me you know vice versa so yes, yes. that's going to be the first but, thing they
0: think too and that's the sad part if you yes, don't communicate that's going to that be the first thing they
1: communication, I'm like listen baby no I'm not going to step out I'm not going out to get nowhere else I'm just letting you know this is what I need OK, let's find a tie. I don't care if it's if it's you say, hey, I'm off Friday night. I'm going to sleep, you know, give me some rest. I'm, I'm, I mean, I work Friday night. I'm going to come home, sleep, give me some rest. I'm off Saturday. OK, well, it's Saturday between four and five o'clock. We're going to send the kids away and it's going to be me and you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we might have to plan it. I, if you have to plan it in time to make a date on it, if it works, it works. Some people it might work for, some people it might not. You make what make it work for however you you know work for your relationship.
0: But make it work.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: so what you're saying is it's not wrong no. to basically if it, plan if it works for your relationship, sex. If that
1: what works for your relationship, then it's not wrong because it's working for y'all. Y'all making it work. Everybody don't want it right. like that. Some people want it spontaneously, mm-hmm. some people want I have different, you know, feels some days. I take the plan. Sometimes I want it spontaneous. I'm in the mood right then. I want to, hey, let's go in the room, lock the door, let's go for what we know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it happens. My wife might be saying, Babe, I'm tired right now. Let's do it tonight. Okay. As a husband, I have to say, okay, I have to do it tonight. I have to say, okay, I gotta wait till the night. If I want it, I'm gonna wait for it. You know. it's not wrong. You mm-hmm. have to make make whatever works for y'all work. That's the thing. You can't go off of what somebody else says. And right. oh well, me and my husband do this. Well, that's what works for you and your husband. This is what works for me and my wife. As long as my house happy and we're happy and we're getting what we need out of it, it works. You know, my wife is my wife wants the big date. Mm-hmm. She like the date nights. Hey, just me and you sometime. Let's do okay. Yeah. I have to make that work. I have to figure out a time. I have to figure out a place. I have to put something together. If I have to do it for a weekend or we have to do it for a couple of hours, we do it. You have to make work. You have to make that work for y'all. Y'all I agree. You, Like I said, like we said in the beginning, it is a job. It's not It's not a vacation. It's a job. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, you hit that
0: clock it is definitely and there's a job. no clocking
1: out. Everybody might need some. Now, I, I, I agree that everybody needs their own time and space to themselves sometimes. Y'all have to figure that out. Your wife has to figure that, hey, he can't be here all the time for me. Sometimes he do need some time to himself. And you have to vice versa. Sometimes she needs the time mm-hmm. to herself. If it's, hey, honey, go get your massage, get your feet, nails done. I got the kids. Go enjoy yourself. Get your hair done or whatever for those couple of hours Relax. Center off. Do it. Hey, go ahead. I got it. Vice versa. Cause eventually you're gonna need that time. Hey, honey, me and the guys finna go watch the Super Bowl. I'm finna go chill with the fellas, have some drinks, watch the game, relax. Hey, okay, go ahead. You know? It's gonna happen. If you if you don't, you're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose it. You know? Yeah. I think I think you have to have that. And I think another thing is people have to learn how to get stuff off their chests. I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, she yeah. do such and such. But I, I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to start an argument. Nobody wants to argue. I, I I hate arguing. But sometimes you have to get that stuff off your chest. like you said before. It,
0: it yes, gives you a negative vibe right off the top. Like, you gets know, you mad as soon as I go say off. this,
1: she's going to tick and we're going front of bump heads. And then and go back to like we just talked about, Ah, uh, if I oh, make yeah. her mad, she ain't going to give me none tonight.
0: <laughs> you know, you like I ain't get no exactly. I mean, well, but wrong you about, like, like, that is if I true. make you mad
1: now, I ain't getting no sex tonight. I'm not saying anything, I'm leaving it alone. But two weeks from now, that stuff's still ticking. And then, like you said, you're gonna stub that toe, mm-hmm. and now you're gonna let it all go. Now you're gonna it's spit gonna it out. Go and now, when you spit it out like that, you're taking low blows. Yep. She feeling like, Why are you attacking me? Yeah, why are you coming at me? like this and vice versa Mm -hmm. so you're like oh maybe i should have said that at this time sometimes you might have to do it Mm -hmm.
0: that's where you realize that oh man did what you did right first you need to observe all that before you charge off on her you have to realize that you did your part before you sit here and go at her not doing her part if you're not doing your part guess what you cannot sit here and be like well you didn't do this like And I had a conversation with one guy. He was a marriage counselor, and he told me, he's like, you just got to sit down and observe what you're doing first before you acknowledge someone else and go, well, you're not doing this. Because if you're not doing what you're saying that she's not doing, then guess what? That makes you a hypocrite And I'm going to
1: tell you the biggest thing. Me and my wife went to marriage counseling, and the biggest thing I took from that 11 years ago, the guy said, when you get in an argument, don't say you, say me. Always point the finger at yourself and say what you didn't do. If you can point out the things you didn't do, you can make it better. But when you point pointing the finger at somebody saying you didn't do this yep. and I don't like the way you do this and you should have did that, they're feeling attacked. When you make a person feel attacked, what they are going to do? They're going to fight or they're going to flight. They're either going to argue with you back or they're going to pack their bags and leave. So sometimes it takes, hey, yep. baby, I did this, or I said this a certain way, or I didn't do this, and I'm sorry for that, and I'm going to fix this so we can fix that. You know what I'm saying? It takes that sometimes. Okay, let me fix this over here, and we can work on that over there. And then she'll respect it. Okay, well, I see where he's coming from. Yeah, you're right. Now she won't feel attacked. she say, yeah okay well you didn't do that okay now she might say i didn't do this okay well how we gonna make it better and i tell any people tell anybody find different ways to communicate one thing me and my wife does and it might sound crazy to some people but it makes some things way much easier especially when we're really bumping heads and we can't we feel like we can't talk we text each other she might be in the room and i might be in den playing my playstation but we're texting and it works. It works because mm-hmm. I'm not in her face. She's not in my face. She can't reply or say anything to I reply back. So it's not an argument. She's going to get to say what she has to say, her piece. I get to say my piece. Then we can look at it and say, okay, well, yeah, maybe. Okay. That's how she feel. Okay. Cause my biggest thing in the relationship, I would, what I did early in the relationship and I had to learn not to do, and I'm still working on it to this day was over-talking her. I wouldn't let her get a word in. And when you're doing that, she she's going to shut down, and then she wouldn't talk, and we'll never get it situated. So I had to learn how to sit back, let her say what she has to say, listen to what she has to say, then tell her how I feel about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Totally, for sure on that. Because... <sighs> It, it, it's not just any chapter of marriage, like, this could be a relationship or anything, like, you just have to really, it's like, it's like a test, like, you want to study for that test before, mm-hmm. obviously, you go in there and take the big test, you know what I mean? Like, like, I love how you some, I love how you use a certain situation talking about, you know what, you want to, you want to test drive the car before, obviously, you buy the car, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's like, Stuff like that is what we have to realize with marriage as well. So it's like that's the biggest problem I would say with anything in life. Like that's just anything in life. That's not just certain situations or whatnot. It's anything in life. So it's like, oh my gosh! Like think of this way: observe, report, such scenarios.
1: It's but it's a test. Um, it's a test you can't.
0: It's I, a I test love the that you, can't talk study how you for. said that
1: you're not going to be able to study for it cuz there's oh, always yeah. going to be something <laughs> that's <laughs> going to come up that you say well, I didn't I didn't prepare for this I didn't know this was going to happen it's not you can't study for it. you can't go test drive that car because something else going to exactly. break it's something you can't study for life is going to throw stuff exactly. at you you're going to have to either learn how to grasp it together and deal with it or you're not i think one of the hardest things well, one of the hardest things yep. me and my wife had to go through was we was young marriage, had a four-year-old daughter. You know, yep. we was working on trying to get a house, getting our credit good, building money up, saving money up, trying to get in the house. And my daughter was diagnosed with cancer. And you know how much stress and everything that brought on our relationship? Oh, that was crazy. Finances went to going out the window. We back and forth to the hospital. Sex? Sex wasn't even a thought at the time. We were dealing with so much, you know, so that them sexually frustrated situations was there. It's a lot of stuff we was going through Mm -hmm. and we was a young, a young in a young relationship just actually that was a year into our marriage. A year into our marriage. And on top of that, we had a newborn baby. We dealing with my my four-year-old daughter going through it. I had a two-year-old daughter Right there, because I had my daughters two years apart, and then I had a newborn just being born. My son was just being born. My kids was back to back to back. So we're dealing with all that with my daughter fighting cancer. It was it was it was stressful, it was everything. We could have easily gave up and went our separate ways and just been there for our child. It, it, that would have been real easy. But me, I'm not an easy way out type person. <laughs> We was going to fight through this together. It took a lot. It took everything we had. But we made it work. And I tell people,
0: that's what a lot of times when we go through different stuff. Yes. It's going to bring tough challenges. There's going to be tough challenges in your life. And like how you said it, some things that work for you and your wife is not going to work for me and my wife. And just like how you said your, your daughter with cancer and stuff like that. I could relate to some of that because my son was special needs and stuff like that. You have to give extra attention obviously to that child because that kid can't do what normal kids do now at age on some things like that is not wrong to sit here and say, because I experienced this every single day with my son. Like I realized it took him until he was five years old to actually start get up and walking on his two feet. Not per, not per se fully walking. He didn't even fully walk until he was seven. And like, Stuff like that, you have to realize that you ha- might have to give extra attention. So there's certain roadblocks in marriage that you could either make it as a negative thing about marriage, yes. or you can make your it wife easily, you can. And your wife could have easily said, said,
1: said oh, he gives his son all his attention, and he gives I'm none done. to me, and I'm done. But as a woman, she said, I understand, and what I will do, I will help yeah. you. I'm going to be here for you. That, that that's a big part of it. You got to be understanding. You got to know stuff is going to happen. You got to open your mind. Yep. It's not always going to be what you think it's going to be, and it's not going to be what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change. Things are going to happen. But you oh, got to yeah. learn Most that, doubt. hey, what's your wife? We're on the same page. We're on the same team. Let me learn how to deal with this because at the end of the day, this is his son, and he's going to love his son regardless. So I got to be
0: right there with it. And that was one of my biggest worry about having another child, too, was just because with him being special needs, we had to put so much attention on him. But obviously, with me and my wife, she didn't have a kid yet. So, obviously, I wanted to provide yes. her at least one kid, you know what I mean, even though she <laughs> wants another. But still, like, I wanted to provide her for enough, for at least one kid. And, and I've loved it. And obviously, all these negative mindsets that I had for so long, I had to – Basically realized, like, hey, man, my wife has done so much for me. Now I need to give her something. I need to provide something for her that she has always wanted. And most of the time when I first met her was she wanted to be a mother. She wanted to be uh, – she wanted to have a little kid and be able to provide for them and love them. Because the one thing that made me fall in love with my wife more than anything in this world yeah. is just how she treated my son. Because – Going into a relationship with someone with a special needs child is not easy. I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, even with just a regular a kid that is healthy and everything but like that, that, that no, takes it more. is not easy that regardless." Takes more. Of any a kid is a lot. Exactly. Yeah, a kid is a lot, lot of period. patience. A kid is a, a lot of That takes even more. Because so yeah, I understand. Exactly, because you have to realize that you're not going to get the 80% and you're not going to get the hundred percent attention. Like you have to prioritize between your child and the significant other that you're with. And this is not even as a marriage standpoint, this is saying like, if you're going in there with a child that is from a past relationship. And I mean, it is probably the hardest choice I thought for the longest time, because it's hard. Like you don't want to be with someone other than your kid's mom, because you don't want your kids to be, In that situation, I'll be like, oh, man, now I got to get two Christmases. I got to get two birthdays. I got to get two this because, obviously, it can be one celebrate on their actual birthday and then the other is celebrate in June, June, August, like stuff like that, like really far away from the birthday. Let me ask you this, because this is a situation
1: I I haven't had to deal with, and you're dealing with it. Being married, being married and having an Mm -hmm. outside child and a baby mom, how do you deal with that in your relationship? How do y'all make that work? you know, because I understand that you you have that child, and oh, you, so you do have another grown-up on the outside that has an opinion <laughs> and things that can be done with this child. How do y'all make that work in your relationship?
0: Uh, with me and my wife, uh, believe it or not, it's actually we just we communicate, and the biggest thing I had to realize with her is, too, and she realized it very early because I was not communicating with my kid's mom because, you know, my situation with her. She up and left my son for a year, didn't have anything. I didn't know nothing of them, took him to court, basically got told, hey, regardless of how good of a person you are, we're not giving you full custody. So I got him whenever he was out of school or whenever he was out of his therapy or whatever. So obviously I'd get him two to three times a year. And. One thing my wife wanted to do when we were even dating at the time before we were engaged is she wanted to make peace with my kid's mom, regardless of what she'd done to me. She tried everything and anything to be a friend to my Matthew's mom, because that's what you need to do. Like you have to sh- because like she said, like when she first came in my, my life, she told me she wanted to meet my kid's mom because she wanted to show her that regardless of not being with her or whatever like that is, she would always love her son. She would always take yeah. care of her son like it's her very own. And that is one thing that people have got to realize. When you put that obstacle in there, like that has to be your obligation to be like, you know what? This may not be my child, but I love this child like it's my own. And it happens so often like, oh, they claim them around the good times. But when it's around that argument time, yeah. it's like, yeah. well, that's not yeah. my kid. And stuff like that, and that hurts. My wife has never used that terminology to me to this day, and that is one reason why I love this woman so much. Is because she, even when it's my time to get my son, she is she's more excited than I am, and that's saying a lot on it too. Which I'm always excited, but I'm just saying, my wife is so excited to see my son. She already has his bed ready. She already has his clothes ready to go. We have. All his stuff we put out there waiting for him to come out. Uh, My daughter, she is so excited when he comes. And, I mean, she's only two. And she doesn't understand to realize, like, Bubby's not here all the time. So when she gets her brother here, she's attached to his hip. Like, there's no one you're going to get her to go to other than her brother and stuff like that. And those are the hardest obstacles that people don't realize that when it goes into that situation because – Regardless of how the baby mama is, which I would never have my baby mama on my podcast because I would, hey, just, hey, listen, I would actually listen, be curious.
1: Listen what I say to i And my grandma used to always tell me never say never. Things may change one day. Yeah. I, Things I, I may, may change. change on that too. But maybe y'all, y'all learn how to I've communicate had. and talk. And, and maybe, maybe y'all might sit down uh, on the podcast and y'all can help another young. Blended family that's going through some things. You never oh, know. Boy. Sometimes, hey, I, I I tell people, God put you in situations. Sometimes, maybe, maybe to make you better, to make you better, and to build you, you strong, to help,
0: and make that yeah, or you can in use you situations
1: have. to help somebody else that's going through your situation. You might not didn't handle it right. Mm-hmm. Y'all might not do it right, but y'all can sit down and talk about it as two adults, and it might be two more young people out there. Mm-hmm. That can say, "Hey, hey, they make sense."
0: Exactly, and that's one thing. I and I've and I've seen that too. Is because one reason why I wanted to do this podcast and I talked to you about it was I wanted to show You're people not. that they're not alone in this. Like I have had so much experiences in life, and me just being twenty nine years old. And May third, May twenty second, I will be thirty years old. I have experienced so much in that. Less than years, because obviously people would still call me young. And I mean, I've experienced so much, like how you said, when y'all got married at such a young age with your daughter being four years old, diagnosed with cancer. I have been through so much with my son in general, like being in and out of a hospital with him, finding out he had scoliosis, he had autism, he had all this. Like you had to realize like all these special stuff that you've got to do for your child. And this is when I wasn't even with somebody. Yeah, and that yeah. was a tough task, just that, because guess what? That's a lot of baggage that, that a lot of people not, are not going to want to just take up and say, you know what, you. I'm going to be there for you that's and what, stuff like that. So that's regardless what, what of, I was going to. And, and one thing, like I love how you said, when you said about financially and stuff like that, that's what you're going to be in a relationship for, and that's all it's going to be. That's the same thing I would say about looks. Like, yeah, I could date somebody that looked like Pamela Anderson, but you know what? My wife looks like Pamela yeah, Anderson to oh, yeah. and me. And that's how people have to see it as that person is different in your eyes compared to anyone else's. Like, obviously if you've been in a marriage and stuff like that, yeah, you're going to oh, look. Man. I don't think anyone's going to sit there and we. say, I've never looked. And like, I love to use that terminology, go to the end of your chain and bark. Well, guess what? I have barked sometimes, but I am so in love with my wife. I am so committed to my no, wife. I'm not going to sit nobody. here and something stupid over something nobody's that is so perfect. much more of a bond. <laughs> I will tell anybody that. Nobody's perfect. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure my wife perfect. has looked at some people before. Well, she might deny it. No, She might deny it, but I've seen it on don't. TV. She like, he looks I'll good. I tell you, don't and deny it. Like, you deny okay.
1: I feel like you're just going to lie to my face. Don't lie to my face. Hey, okay. That's 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 good for him. Exactly. But at the end of the day, you're still here with me. You married me. Yeah. So I just me. Back yeah. to the baggage. I tell people, Everybody has baggage. The thing is, are you willing to deal with this baggage, take it in, and help them unpack it? Or are you finna zip that baggage back up and tell them to hit the road? Everybody has baggage. Might be a little bit, might be
0: hard. That's like a path. That's like how we said about our expenses. Like, that is your path to choose. What path you take is what you're gonna go. And that is a huge thing about life. It's about paths. Like, you can make a choice. So, say, like, after you graduate high school. OK, what's your what's your mindset? Are you going to want to go ahead and start working, making money, whatever? And nine times I think you're going to probably work a nine to five and you're going to work paycheck to paycheck. You're going to really struggle at first. And then like if you go to college and college is not all fun and dandy and college is not for everyone coming from a guy that played college basketball and stuff like that. That was the only reason why I went to college was to play basketball. So obviously my mindset was not fully there and be like, oh, you know what? This can better myself. So, obviously, when I gave up basketball, you know what? What's my point of being in college? Like, what's my reason to be there? Like, I didn't see the mindset of, you know what? I can better myself even though I'm not playing basketball. Guess what? I could go for a business degree. I could go for this, which I'm not telling people, oh, it's so fun and dandy and easy in college. No, because guess what? You're going to struggle in colleges just as well as you are in job.
1: Hello?
0: Like it's a 9-5. Regardless to any path you choose is what you're going to get. And I love how you said with baggage yeah. and stuff like that. People just up and run early. early. Like people and they don't just understand. give up. And that's one bad thing I think about this generation. We don't. We don't try to fight for what we have. We always discover, like, you know what? She's not doing this for me. She's not giving me this. She's not doing this, so I'm done. Yeah. So I'm gonna go look on POF. I'm gonna go it's, look it's, on other insights, and I'm gonna watch pornos. It, they and take the easy like way
1: out, but it's never gonna be easy. And I tell them like, exactly. you're always gonna learn something new about each other. You're always gonna figure each other out because one thing about it, you you're still learning about yourself. That person is still learning about themselves. I mm-hmm. think a big big thing people don't understand is like you said, your past has a lot to do with it. My wife still learning about herself. I'm still learning about myself, right? My father wasn't there my whole life. You know, so it's parts of my family on my dad's side that I never even met or I'm meeting now. And then I look at them and I see stuff they went through and I see how they handle And I say, oh, that's why I act like that. You know, or I look at my dad and say, oh, that's why I'm losing my hair. That's why I'm bald headed now. Because you, you, it, it, these things are hereditary. <laughs> these things are there. It's stuff in your mentality, it's stuff in your head, it's stuff with your mental health that you don't even probably know exists. Until you start meeting these things, but as a, as the significant other, my wife has to learn. Okay, this is why he act like that. This is what we're gonna work on. We're gonna work to get this better. I have to understand this. I have to accept this. Vice versa with her, the same way. I when she takes stuff a certain way, I'm gonna tell you what she uh. hates the most, and it's funny when she does certain things, and I tell her, I say, you know what, <laughs> you act just like your mom, and she be like, no, I don't. Yes, you do. Oh, yeah. You don't see it. You might not see it. it, And you might try your hardest to change it because you don't want to do it. But it's there. It's there. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I accept it. I point it out to you. And I say, hey, I'm going to point it out to you. Now, you have to accept it. And then we can work on it. But if I'm pointing it out and saying you're doing this, 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 and you keep saying, no, I'm not, you're never going to change. You have to be open. Okay. Okay you're not, okay, let me figure out how I'm going to change. If you said I'm doing it, then I'm doing it. Let me see how I can change to make it better for us.
0: All right, Marcus, I want you to finish off on this. We're going to talk about this real quick and we're going to finish it real here. Um, if you were talking to a new married, a new couple, obviously is talking about getting married. What advice would you give them that helped you compared to what, just give them an observe to be like, Hey, this is what we've done. So this could be a, like an idea of doing something like give them ideas of basically, you know, what what would help them go through what the tough challenges. The biggest
1: do. thing I tell them is. We said it, everybody said, I hate to sound cliche, communicate, 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 oh, yeah. be understanding, be, learn patience, communication, those things work. If you can get on the same page, if you and that person can get on the same page and know y'all on the same team fighting for the same goal, you can make it. But if not, mm-hmm. don't waste each other time. One thing in your life you're not going to get back is time. Don't waste each other yep. time if you knew that you're not trying to make this person better or that person can't make you better and y'all don't see it. Don't waste each other time. Don't be there just for a title. Beat up because you really love each other and you're really trying to work to make each other better and work for the same common goal. It'll work. And don't don't give up I easy. Do. It's not gonna be easy, so don't give up easy. It's gonna be hard,
0: it's gonna be some very hard times. There's no such thing as an instruction manual to marriage, but there is ways to <laughs> look at it and maybe help and, then, you. and take 20. that advice. Pray. Take advice. Like, that's one thing I would tell people is, yeah, take pray. advice and pray. That is the only two chances I could tell you is like like how we said, God doesn't give you tough challenges in life to make you have a life, a harder life. They, it helps you get a thicker skin. Well, guess what? He also helps you in marriage. And that is one thing people got to realize. If it is a tough situation with you and your wife, guess what? Pray to God and ask Him what it what, what he is looking for you to do to help yourself to make it better for you and your wife to To what
1: you need to do. I think to understand what you're asking for and what you want. You know how people say, what do you want? Okay. I always heard if you say, I want a man with money, then you're not going to get a man with time because a man that has money doesn't have time because he's chasing money. If you say, I want a man to give me all his time. You're probably not going to have a man, that has a lot of money. Because a man that has a lot of time yep. is not chasing money. So know, know what you want and understand what you're asking for. So if this is what you want and what you're asking for, then you're going to have to take something on the back end. Like, okay, I want this, so yep. I got to subtract over here. I'm not going to get this. Vice versa. You know, know what you want and what you're oh, yeah. you asking for. I agree with Don't you. ask God to give you a man that's rich. And then you're talking about, oh, you don't give me no time. I can't give you time. I'm rich because I'm working all the time to make money to support you.
0: You know? Yep. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Marcus, I appreciate you doing this with me today. This was another episode of My Unbiased Opinion with Marlo and Marcus. uh We'll see you all next week. Next week.
1: Oh, yeah.